The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Use the promo code SGP at Manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for your free picks and all of your free podcasts. I dream about looking over him and saying, I told you, Amir, I told you, saying that you, you beat me with one hand. So if you beat me with one hand, how come that we signed the contract seven times and had to redo it that many times? He's obviously not confident in this fight. With this fight against Kell Brook, he can throw what he wants, any power shot he wants to throw, any shot he wants to throw, because I'm going to have to stand in front of him and I'll take them shots because that's how much I believe in myself and I'm a better fighter than him. Everyone in the world is going to know February 20th when uh, the reading paper that has been knocked spark out. That's the end of it. Well, you know, when I ask one question, obviously we've got, we got everyone here. You know, I saw a video where you said that you're going to smash that Papa Dom chin in. You, just, you said that, didn't you? I mean, that's quite, it's quite racial, that is. I mean, so you what, saying what, that. What are you, I mean, are you trying to get? Well, I mean, it's quite sad. What man are you trying to do? What man are you trying to do? It's very sad saying that because at the end of the day, what, you know. So what are you trying to say? I'm racist. Guys, let's yeah, talk the fight. The way you said that, I'm really sad. I'm really, really sad. You should have said that. Let's talk the fight. Adam, can I ask why he said that? Let's talk the fight. Why did he say it? Kel. Everyone knows they're very fragile, like your chin. Yeah. Kel, you've been away for the Ventura. And there's talks about him being gay. I mean, if you are a real man, come out and say, yeah, you know, I am gay and it is what it is. Come out and tell the truth. Speak out about it. Don't be afraid because it's only just... I just don't get the guy. I think, I think he's very confused leaving his trainer, Dominic Ingle, and then coming back to him. I mean, I just don't know what's going on with him. He's all over the place at the moment. Does he really want to fight against me or not? I mean, let's hope he gets past this fight. Let's see where he is. But look, if he is a confident man, uh, he needs to come out and... Tell the world who he really is because people will know about him. People will know who he is this Calbrook and come out and tell, tell us what happened. What happened when you got stabbed that time? I mean, it was it because you tried it on some poor guy. You tried to get on with some poor guy. I mean, these are things I've been told from his own camp. You know, I mean, I wasn't there to see it, but I've been told. And just he's, he's living a crazy life. So maybe that's the why he's dying for this fight against me because he knows that he needs that quick payday. Let's see. When I move to 147, I will move up and I will knock Calbrook out. Now I've said it in front of everybody. Where does that hatred come from? Just for the respect factor, you know, never acknowledging me. I think he's going to be bitter about listen, how I treat him. He's boring. Maybe that's why he's still bitter about that. I want to fight. I want to shut him up and I'll move on. Well, listen, if I thought he will knock you it's out, it's in the melting pot. 
Amir Khan, the Olympic sensation that turned national hero at the tender age of 17. Silver medal in hand to then later capture gold as a unified world champion. And Kel Brook, the talented welterweight from the steel city of Sheffield, patiently waiting to settle a career-long vendetta against a provocative enemy. But the fact is, you know, I want to hurt him. Well, it's my time now to put him in his place and hopefully move on to bigger and better things. I'm a look over your nuts, but I can't say I told you. Two rivals with a contrasting rise to the top of their sport, but bound together by a common cause. Genuine hatred. School calendaring. I've never been. And I've never been schooled ever. No, come on, Kel. The tension, animosity, and disdain for one another will finally boil over on February 19th in front of a packed AO Arena in Manchester. despite all the accolades both have achieved, there remains no illusion that this fight is the one they'll be most remembered for. You are going to get knocked out, Amir. I can see right through your eyes. Well, like, you, do you, I look inside? You're not inside. You've lost the fight already. Are you sure? Honestly, you... I, only, I can only see, think, I can see think inside that I'm driven you've lost the fight. I'm wanting to take no, my no, chin No, 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 no. Not at all. Are you sure? Not at all, mate. I, I can see right through you, mate. Okay. You, you are empty inside. I'm scared. Right. I'm scared. Honestly, you are. Deep down, that's you, what you're talking so much. No, I'm not. The way you're talking and going on about it. I want you to know... Yeah, I want you to know, I want you to look at me and understand that I'm going to be over with you when you're out cold, you. Okay. You're getting knocked out. You know what it's like to be knocked spark out, don't you? It's going to happen again. You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow me at SGP Soccer. You can also follow me on Twitter at LockBetting.com. That's where I'm tweeting about sports betting and my other opinions. That's also where you can find the PL spreadsheets for LockBetting.com, the service that has delivered 104 months in a row of transparent track profit. And we are well on the way to 105 after the UFC card last weekend delivered a sweep of over three and a half units for my clients plus 1.5 units on the Super Bowl we are well on our way if you want to join up head over to lockbetting.com if you look at the lockbetting.com that's at lockbetting.com Twitter account you will see the pin tweet at the top is the PL from the month of January if you click on that PL and you go to the tab at the bottom where you see PL you can see all of the other PLs including the December PL where we landed just shy of 42 units which was good for over five and a half thousand dollars you will also see a review of the entire year 2021 a massive massive year and you look to and we will look to continue doing that here in 2022 and i'm going to try to continue doing that in boxing with my colleague jeff cohen who has been a regular here on the fight show winning you money with boxing picks how are you doing jeff yeah not bad billy how are you mate i'm good i am really looking forward to this fight i was in manchester for the man united game um, I extended my hotel one more day because Austin, my son, didn't have any football till Thursday. So I stayed around for the public workout, ended up uh, he ended up getting Austin to the front to meet Khan and Brooke. And then I had to leave. And I didn't want to leave. It was the one time where I thought, 
do we does 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 he need to go to this football training? Does he need to play? <laughs> does he need to play this football match on Sunday? Because uh, yeah. I, I could easily have extended out and and overpaid for a ticket and, and wanted and and seen this. I want to I want to go because this is yeah. a fight that this might not mean so much to Americans because what they see is guys that got taken apart by Terence Crawford, who I actually saw on Thursday, who was there. But for us in the UK, this is still massive. I didn't think. Yeah. It would be as big come come fight time or or or, um, or when it was actually made at this point in their careers. But even though I don't think this is going to be any kind of catalyst for either man to go on and win a world title or anything or get their career back on track, as a Khan fan, I do not want to see Ahmed Khan lose this fight to Kell Brook after all these years. Yeah, I mean, when, when it was announced, I remember like on social media a few of the people saying, oh, good fight, but five years too late. But, you know, same thing for Pacquiao and, and, um, uh, and Mayweather. But for me, I was the complete opposite. I think they're both in the stage of their career where they're both still fit. They've both been in the ring <clears throat> with um, some big hitters. You know, if anything, Brooks' um, body is a lot more broken than Khan's because when Khan's been knocked clean out, he's been knocked clean out, whereas Brook has taken real punishment. So, but for me, this fight is still... Okay, it's not going to be as probably explosive as it would have been five years ago, but it still was interesting. And as you say, the American um, people may not see it, but it's got a real... In boxing, anyone that watches boxing in the UK knows that before you have all the big super international showdowns, there's nothing better than a great British boxing grudge match. And that's what this is. Real, Real hatred there, real dislike. And I still think it's going to be a great fight. And you quite rightly say, this isn't going to elevate them to any sort of title shots. This is bad blood and they want to sort it. And it's going to sell a shed load. It's sold as quick as ever. Um, three minutes, three minutes, was. three minutes sellout. Well, once, right. once people Never got in, quicker. once people got into the line, I mean, obviously they didn't sell every ticket in three minutes, but the, the, the site was shut down in three minutes. Once they had, yep. um, once they had a hundred thousand people in the queue, the, 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 the system couldn't take any more. And of those 100,000, obviously, 75% of the people were disappointed. That's how big it yeah, is. And, and this is this is still a great fight. And I'll tell you what, everybody's going to buy this fight or watch this fight somewhere or another. And I don't blame you for wanting to stay out there because it's the sort of thing, this is the one thing boxing does to you. It always drags you back in. I might go back, mate. I might, honestly, with the weather now, we, we had yeah. football practice cancelled last night. And um, obviously, we're going through some sort of Huge storm here in the UK. I forgot the name that it was given. Um, so yeah, I don't Eunice. Eunice. So I don't think we're going to have football in the morning. And I'm going to try and get onto the um, get onto the manager and say, what are the odds of getting this thing cancelled Sunday morning? Because it's, yeah. if this fight is cancelled on Sunday morning, I am heading straight down to straight down to this fight. And then I'm also going to try and pick up a, a Leeds Man United away ticket at some point while I'm that's up there. Nice, that's a nice little double. Um, and yeah, I know there's tickets floating around if you want them. Um, they're expensive, but there are tickets floating around. Though I know you've never you never really hold back when it comes to you know taking Austin or, or, or going and watching the United or the um, or the football or the boxing. So yeah, I just think it's going to be a great fight. Um, it wasn't yeah. my plan to take Austin. Austin's not that. Austin's not that. Austin knows who Amir Khan is, but he's not that yeah, interested in boxing in general. But no. As he was around it, watching the public workouts, seeing that how the fans responded to people, the, the, the booing of Brooke, something I've not seen before. This this is a homecoming for Amir Khan. I understand that he's yeah, from Bolton, but yeah. this is going to yeah. be 90-10 people wanting yeah. to see Amir Khan. If the, um, if the public workout was anything to go by, now, 
I know not a lot of these people that, that turned up to that will necessarily put their hand in their pocket for a ticket. But, you know, it's it's not going to be in Brooks' favour. This is this is a homecoming for Khan. Yeah, and yeah. Austin did get caught up in the kind of hysteria of that and did say that he would like to he would like to go to the fight and try to convince me that if we did go there Saturday night and we drove back at two o'clock in the morning, that he would be able to play football the next day. But I, I you know what kids are like. I don't know if that's actually gonna to come to fruition. But yeah. let's look at the um let's look at the odds of this and and see how the bookies are pricing it. Because me and you've privately had a chat about this mm. and um we are wholeheartedly in agreement that this, that, <laughs> this, that, that this doesn't look right. So no. we have Kelbrook as the 8 to 13 favourite here. Odds on favourite. The odds on favourite. We have the draw at 16 to 1 and we have Amir Khan available at 6 to 4. That's six plus four, 50, yeah. plus 150 US price, which means that if you put 100 on Khan, you win $150 profit, a $250 total return. So it's a significant underdog here. Uh, Kelbrook is 5-4 to four to win this via KO. Khan is at a huge 4-1 to one to win this via TKO KO. Kelbrook is 4-1 to one via decision, and Khan is 3-1 to one via a decision. Yeah. I'll let you talk about this first and, uh, and, and have your say. Yeah, I mean, Bill, we spoke, as you say, privately um, off air, and... I I like to think I get more right than I get wrong. Well, I do. The records are down. I get more right than I do wrong in boxing. Um, I cannot for the life of me, and I don't know the justification of making Kelbrook an odds-on favourite. Because if we look at the resume and past boxers they fought, that normally is an indication. Amir Khan has a far superior resume of boxers that he has faced. Are we looking at, well, they've done in their careers. Well, Khan is a, is a two-weight world champion. Brooks a world champion, one-weight. Um, they've both been pretty inactive as such. And if anything, as I said previously, I think Brooks' body, certainly his face, has taken a toll far more than Amir Khan. So I would like to know whether it's just anything other than a bias towards Brooks because Amir Khan at 6-4 to four to win this fight is an amazing price, in my opinion. I had a look at that, and I said, right, let's let's break this down then. They both, uh, you look at the big people they fought. So you look at who Brooks fought. Brooks fought Errol Spence Jr., lost it, okay? He went to America, beat Sean Porter, great victory, really good fight. I remember watching it, deserved fully. He got broken badly against Golovkin, and he got punished against Crawford. So you look at, and a lot of those fights, you know, they went quite far into the distance. So you look at Amir Khan's face, now, even look at his defeats in time. He's, lo- he's lost to Danny Garcia years ago. Amir Khan was, he should have finished that fight. He had Garcia on the ropes, rocking, and that left hook that Garcia possesses caught him flush. You know, fight ended. Um, obviously, he lost to Crawford himself, TKO'd, and he lost to Alvarez. Um, when he lost to uh, Lamont Peterson, um, I think that was, that was pretty dodgy, if you ask me. And then you look at the quality of his fought as well. Zab Judas, Devin Alexander's, Chris Algieri's, Paul Malinagis. Marcus Maidana's, Barrera. Um, people say Khan has no chin. I mean, that's the throwaway casual boxing stunt. Khan's got no chin. Khan has a chin. Khan has got no defence. People, if Amir Khan had been taught, you know, once he gets attacked and people put it on him to shut up and move rather than fight fire with fire, you'd have seen a lot more out of him rather than um, some of the ones where he's been knocked out. Do, 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 you, think the, do you think the, that he left Freddie Roach too early and went oh, across to, to Virgil Hunter to sort... That defence out. Do you think where where do you think the 
the bad move happened? Was it looking ahead to Mayweather and losing stupid fights um, that he Maybe. lost to Garcia and Peterson? Um, like, w- 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 in, back in 2012, I would argue, I would argue 2012, 2013, that he was in the pound-for-pound pound conversation for probably yeah. the only time in his career. And, and I feel yeah. that, and this is, this is controversial because a lot of people say Mayweather beat Canelo and Canelo beat Khan. But I feel that Khan would have beaten Mayweather in his peak. I, I just feel the, the reason why I feel that is that he didn't have to fear Mayweather's punch. When Mayweather's arthritis kicked in, he was winning everything on points. Well, that involved him being quicker than everybody else. If you can't knock somebody out, if you can't knock somebody out, which Mayweather couldn't in the late stages of a career, and he's quicker than you, how do you win that fight? Styles make yeah. fights. Yes, Khan got knocked yeah. out by Canelo, but yeah. Canelo didn't, and Canelo didn't land on Mayweather, and he also fought at different times. He fought a 2016 version of Canelo. But when yeah. Khan and Mayweather were at their peak, Khan, I feel like, could have won that fight, but it never happened. And I feel that that distraction of... I want Mayweather, I want Pacquiao, meant he looked ahead to looked ahead of Garcia, looked ahead of um, Peterson, and that was really the downfall. I, I don't really think the downfall so much is the fact that it was his chin. I yeah. just feel like he jumped around he, ju- he jumped around too much in terms of one guy, Virgil Hunter, was solidly working on defence. Fede Roach was yeah. obviously had to do that a little bit, but he he made drastic steps from um, from moving on from when you had the Olympic version of Khan that, that ended up losing uh, to um, Pres- Prescott and then moving across to uh, to Frey Roach. I think that's where we saw the most drastic improvement. I, I don't think that Kel Brook at any point in his career could have logged a victory like Marcus Mardana. I just don't. No, I mean, I'm, for me, Khan, Amir Khan's biggest... Sometimes they say in life that your biggest um, asset is your, is, your, is your biggest weakness. And I just think, in this case, it's Khan. His bravery has cost him. He's gone out, he's fought everyone. Look, as I reel those names off, Danny Garcia, at the time, unbeaten. Danny Garcia probably possesses the best left book in, in weight boxing. Gort Flush, Alvarez, Zab Judah, Devin Alexander, Chris Algieri, Terence Crawford, Paul Malinaji, Marcus Maidana, Barrera, Benamon Peterson. These are all top elite fighters. Khan's fought them all. Um, and and even you and I watched the Canelo fight together. Of course, you know, if we was asked to bet, we would say that Canelo would win. But for five rounds, we all scored a mere card up, five deal, and then he got caught flush. You know, I don't think that, that Kel Brook would win five straight rounds off of, um, off of Canelo at any point in his career. And so for me, uh, going back to the, the original point, please, somebody tell me the justification as to why um, Kel Brook is not on favourite. Let me... I can't see it. Let me run you through some that I've seen because across the board, um, I'm seeing predictions for Kelbrook. And I'm just going to read some of the standout lines here that, that I've come across and maybe we can shoot them down. Um, Khan's speed is more likely to suffer as a result of age and rust than Brook's size and power. Considering how integral that speed is to protecting his terrible chin, the overdue nature of this fight really doesn't seem like it's going to work in his favour. The issue of Brooks' accumulative damage, of course, the, the, the ish, sorry, there's the issue of Brooks' accumulative damage, of course, but I still like him to take Khan's best shot as much as vice versa. If both met in their prime, I'd favour Brooks 60-40, maybe 70-30. If anything, I favour a worn-down, battered Brook over a rusty Khan even more. He clips him sometime in the first six. Another one here. Um... I will go with my gut feel based on my impression that this fight hasn't already happened only because Khan didn't want it. I think 
Uh, I think beating Khan is top of the bucket list for Brook, and I don't think he'll let the opportunity escape him. The man is out of eye sockets to break, but Khan's chin hasn't got any less hittable. It's never too late to have a good time, and hopefully that's what we're in for as viewers. Um, so that's just a couple that I've, that I've mean, pulled out. It, for, for me, it's just it's such a throwaway, casual line, Khan's chin. You know, you catch anyone flush on the chin at any weight, flush, you know, they're going down. You know, Tiro Gatti went down. Well, one one thing I'll add to that, it. one thing I'll add, the people that caught him flush on the chin... Um, when you're looking at that last fight with Triple G, uh, sorry, mm. that was uh, that was uh, Brook with uh, with mm. Canelo, which has obviously mm. been was a brutal knockout. But look at the size of the guy. Like, of course, did, did, and, and this is this is the thing, Bill. You know, you, you land them flush on the chin. It, Khan's chin is no different to most people's chin. I tell you, the Khan's problem is his defense. And like I say, he once he gets tagged, Khan decides to fight fire with fire, and that is where you know he loses all of his kind of composure. He fights fire with fire, and then he gets. He gets tagged. But well, well, I mentioned me, the weight. I mentioned the weight because we spoke. We, we to, spoke yeah. privately earlier about excuses uh, yeah. and and things. Something that you picked up on. So, I, I want to yeah. get that on the show. I want to try and shoehorn that let's, in. Let's, let's go on that. So, this fight has been agreed at one four nine catch weight. Now, the one uh, world weight rate is one four. The world weight weight is one four seven. This has been agreed at one four nine. Okay, Kel Brook has already come out and his, his trainer Domingo has come out and they are saying talking about weight already talking about weight. You know, we know that um, that, that Kel Brook had issues making his weight against Errol Spence. For him to boil down to one four seven wouldn't happen. They've made it one four nine. It's a much more natural weight for Amir Khan. Um, as far as, as speed goes, Khan. He's still, still very quick. His hands are very quick. Brooke himself in an interview said the quickest he's ever faced when they sparred together. Um, I think that the weight, um, the cumulative damage that Brooke has taken um, and the speed of Khan, I, I just can't see, you know, why Amir Khan isn't the favourite for this fight. And I'm going to be all over Amir Khan at 6-4 to four because, for me, they're already putting excuses out there about weight. As a little off the record... Um, Obviously, you know, I, I know quite a few people within the boxing circles. Um, and again, you hear rumours and whatnot, but I've heard that in his camp at the moment, in his sparring, he hasn't been sparring the greatest people. Um, he's very hittable, and when he does get hit, he's um, he's feeling it. Amir Khan's out there with Terence Crawford in his camp. Um, you're seeing how tough he's training. He's much more natural that weight. Again, it might be a load of rubbish, but for me, it sounds right because... Kelbrook has really been down. He's like, every time he gets hit, he's going to feel it on that eye socket. Would you, you sprinkle... Know, he's, got, he's got iron in his eyes, metal in his eyes. Would you sprinkle 20 pounds on Khan to win this in the first six rounds, which well, is which well, is, is which two, is 10, is which, which is 10 to you 1. Might, 10 to 1. Well, these are my two bets. See, I, I'm not saying Khan's going to finish this early, right? By any means. But if pushed, I've got two bets. Normally, I, as you know on this show, I always give you my bet and I always give you something that's extra value. So between it, the punters always pick up your smaller value bets, but big but but more continuous winners and I give them a little bit more to get get their get their teeth into. Straight up, Amir Khan's six to four to win this fight. Good price, great price. I can't see a reason why he's not a lower six to four. But I saw a, a nice on one of our bookmakers here in the UK, Paddy Power. It's like a power price thing. I've got um I've got Amir Khan to win win in round three, in round six, or round ten, fourteen to one. Now the reason I've chosen that is that I think Khan's going to come out early. His speed is going to land him probably the first few rounds, just like he did against Canelo. But as we know, Brooke hasn't got the power or the, the, the style to land what Canelo did. And I think either 
Khan could finish this early to mid um, or, you know, get a late stoppage, which is why the 10. So you cover like three, six and 10 covers the, the early, the mid and, and the latter rounds. 14 to 1 is a good bet. But ultimately, 6 to 4 for Khan to win that. That's, that's where I'm at. Um, you know, people might say different, but I just don't see a breakdown as to why Kel Brook is 8 to 13. Can't tell you. Both inactive. Brooks taken beatings. I think Amir Khan's a better boxer than Kelbrook. Full stop. So it's just, it's just for me, I can't understand it. Um, I think six to four Amir Khan. Let's get all over that. Yeah, I, 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 te- I tend to agree. Um, the, 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 the issue, the issue, obviously that that's been mentioned everywhere is is chin and Khan not wanting this fight. Past that, and, and Khan not not wanting this fight for so long. Well. Boxing is dictated to by finances, and yeah. the fact course, is, yeah. the fact is, is that yeah, this this was this was a money this was a money fight. But Khan correctly always said in many interviews the Kel the Kelbrook fight will always be there. Well, look what's yeah. happened: twenty twenty two, February twenty twenty two, multiple losses on their records. I believe eight yeah. losses yeah. between, between them, them together, yeah. Um, yeah. and it's still absolutely massive. So the guy was absolutely right going across to America. Taking all the the super fights and yep. in this issue with where they're talking about rust and inactivity, I watched Amir Khan in two thousand and nineteen going across to to take Terence Crawford and yeah. he wasn't he wasn't knocked out by by Terence Crawford. It was that whole situation with the low yeah. blow um, yeah. where um, where Khan couldn't continue. Whatnot? I was disappointed with that. I felt like he could have continued, but I also felt like the fight was going in a certain direction was, and Khan yeah, yeah. felt like it was going in that direction. But this is Terence Crawford we're in there with. So yeah. for four rounds, the guys were evenly matched and, and Khan took rounds off him. Khan yeah. took rounds of, of Terence Crawford. If you are rusty, if you've completely lost it, if your speed is disintegrating, then you don't even take that fight and you don't go in there and win a couple of rounds. I understand that it's not, it may not be seen as a big deal. Oh, we went in there and he won, he, he won, he won six minutes against Darren Schoolford. But it is because that is the pound for pound number one, debatably, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the, debatably against Spence, right? Or, yeah. or, or triple or, um, or Canelo, one, one, uh, of, one yeah. of the three. But at the end of the day, that fight was, was three years ago. And, I guess the benefit of having an actual boxer on the show would be the case of, do you ever feel that you, you, you have a fight, you go in for your next fight, you take it and it's a longer layoff and you feel like, hold on a minute, this feels completely different. This hurts. This hurts. This, I wasn't as quick at that. I wasn't able to avoid this. I wasn't like, yeah. do you, where, where do you, have you ever felt like there's been an actual clear, no, I mean, obviously, you're always you, between being thirty and forty. You're going to know you're a better at thirty. That's clear. That's obvious, yeah, right? Yeah. But have you ever felt between fights that there was a significant drop off and felt like, hold on, I really feel a lot worse not, and a lot slower than than I did last time? Not really. I mean, for me personally, and a lot of them, you know, when you when you spar and you camp, you will get a feeling of where you're at. Um, and if you're getting caught more in sparring, you know that. Hold on a minute. In the back of your mind, and I think when they did that interview, when they had the the, um, the uh, press conference, yeah, and and um, behind the gloves when they were talking to each other, Johnny Johnny Nelson, something in, in Brook says to me, he knows he's spent. And and I, I, going back to that fight, as you said, it will always be there. Now, if you was a mere calm and you you go to America and you're offered Danny Garcia, you're offered the Alvarez fight, you know, you're offered the Crawford fight, um, you know, Lamont Peterson sort of well, Chris Algeri's. Why are you going to say, no, I don't want that, I want Kelbrook? 
Kelbrook, he's not a big name. He admitted himself, Amir Khan is the A side on this fight. You know, at least he admitted that. So it's like being, I don't know, it's like a little bit like Ronaldo. He left United, Real Madrid, Juventus. You know, he always knew the United move was that back there. So why would he join United again when he knew he could go around the world, <clears throat> win the leagues in other countries with big clubs, as big as United, you know, and then come back to United anyway and try and do it again. It's the same thing. Khan's always had this fight, as you said, in the back, in his back pocket. So now's the right time because there's no pressure. And obviously there's pressure, but there's no there's no title shots, you know, off the back of it. So for me, um, I just think there's a lot of excuses out there. I think um, Brooks going str- to struggle, but it's going to affect him making the weight. Let's talk about him purposely coming overweight and paying £100,000 per pound over the weight that he is. So they're saying that he's going to come in £3 over come in at 152 and pay 300k to Khan to mess with his head, you know, because he doesn't like the fact that he's agreed to a 149 catchweight because it favours Khan. And he's saying Khan knows that. But for me, I just think, you know, Khan at 149 with his speed and everything, if just six to four is a great price bill. Yeah, I, I mean, we could be completely wrong and, and it could be... We might well it, be. It could be the case of... Um, what one guy just one guy just wanted it more, and this is Khan's yeah. last payday. But I mean, for me, I don't, I don't, I don't see it that way. I, I see him still thinking that there's 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 a couple of fights in 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 the US. I still feel that he has the entire project with Dubai. I mean, this is a guy that's a massive international yeah. superstar, and that's the that's what sometimes you don't get pick up here in Britain, where people mm-hmm. think, oh, Khan's avoided Kelbrook, and this this should have been a fight that they should have made. Yeah, exactly. That, that that's the thing. That, that, there's there's massive fights out there for 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 an international star like this. There's fights also in in other countries outside of the US. We know yeah. we know what the Saudis are now paying for boxing, and this is their and this is their guy. Like this is this is the this is the Islamic face of of boxing, which is why he's been able to garner su- such a massive following. Because like, look at the look at the percentages, the percentage of the, po- of the world population that will be Muslims. Who have they got to cling on to? This this exactly. is it. There's there's so he's so much bigger than Kel Brook in in every on every level, and he correct he was correct in terms of taking this fight whenever he whenever he could. And I still don't think he, he's now taking it as a as a retirement no. fight. I still feel. No. He's got fights left in him, Bill, 100%. He's got left fights left in him. Whereas if, let's be honest, right, because of the stature of Khan, if Khan did lose this fight, he's still got fights in him. If Brooke loses this fight, what's he got? He's not going to drop any lower. And, and do, you think, do you think there's almost been a disregard for this in terms of going, OK, well, Brooke lost to, um, Brooke lost to, um, to uh, Triple G and he lost to Crawford and it doesn't, and it doesn't really matter too much because... You can lose to them because Khan doesn't pack the punching power. Then, but Khan yeah. has lost, um, has has had has had has had weak. Has had, he's had defeats he shouldn't have had. He, he had yeah. Kelbrook. The interesting stat is the interesting stat is Kelbrook has never has never lost as a favourite. Kelbrook is Kelbrook is undefeated as a favourite. He's lost every fight. He's lost as an underdog. Khan has lost as a favourite on four occasions. Right. So, um, oh, sorry, three occasions, on three occasions. Three out of his five losses, he's been the favourite. So there's that. And there's also the sense of um, Khan's off doing his reality TV shows. He's been yeah. in the jungle over here. He's done. He's had his own reality show on the BBC. There's a lot of um, 
there's a lot of thought that like his his wife married him for publicity because she was trying to be the next Kardashian, etc. All of this stuff, I'm making this, putting this out here because this is what Americans may see. They may see somebody that's crossed over to the celebrity world and now this is a case of, oh, he's, he's, come, he's the one coming back to boxing as a payday. And it's almost like the less you know about Kel Brook and all you see there is a boxer who's knocked people out, we almost automatically take him to win. Does that does that make sense? Well, people say people say payday, right? I don't I don't know. I've not got privy to Amir Khan's finances, but I would like to bet a bottom dollar that Amir Khan doesn't need a penny more for the rest of his life. Well, he just spent eight he million on a he spent eight million millions. on a wedding hall, isn't he? Hasn't there he in Bolton? He spent millions and millions and millions he has in the bank now. Kel Brook, I would imagine, is rather wealthy, but to a, a complete different level. Um, Khan is completely so this payday if anything I Khan don't need it he obviously fancies himself but what I'm, about my other point Jeff where some people see this as a reality TV celebrity just coming well, yeah, back maybe, coming... but this is what they look look at the bloody pools now and all this YouTube stuff you know, this is what sells fights but you know so if anything all those Jake Pools of the world and KSI's and, um, and whatnot's fighting they're nothing if anything that, that brings in another audience that might not have seen this all that Amir Khan we saw in the jungles fighting is he a boxer? Yeah, well, let's watch it. Exactly. And my, and my argument would, would, to that would be that Kel Brook would have done it if he was asked, but nobody asked Kel Brook. And this is the, and this is the level, and these are the levels that we're talking about. These are, this is, Kel Brook knows that. He said, he's a, I admit, he doesn't admit much. And he said, I admit Khan is the A-side. Of course he is. He couldn't argue that. Right. So... To close out here, are we just literally on the same page completely? There's no, there's no other. Let's go, yeah, let's go Khan six to four because when you get a price that big, what's the point of going Khan by TKO or Khan by stoppage or Khan by, you know, I normally like to give um, unanimous decision, but I just think take the six to four. And if you want a long bet, Khan in three, six or 10, you know, 14 to one. But I think, you know, you and I, for the first, we're always in agreement normally, but for the first time, we're actually in full agreement of the, the single bet to do. I mean, Khan at six to four. Um, of you know, people. If it's not that, you know, we're going to get people coming on. But for me, when you when you break down why you're going to place a bet, you break down on past for boxers. You'll break down on past opponents. You'll break down on on activity. You'll break down on on, on damage to the body they've had. And you'll break down on, on their career. And nothing, nothing at all points towards Brook being a favourite. I don't know why. Because Amir Khan is higher and better on every level. Um, apart from, you know, the throwaway fact of Khan ain't got a chin. But if Amir Khan learned to shut up a bit and move out when people are throwing bombs and not trade back, he would have a chin. The reason he hasn't got a chin is because he's got no defence. How how would you bet this if Amir Khan was the favourite to win his fight? Would you still be would you be looking at any value on Brook? Do you do you, do you no. view this as a genuine fifty fifty no. where nobody should have been the favourite or, or No, personally, if you are if this fight was was placed today and you said put some price on it, I would have Amir Khan probably as 10 to 11 favourite, and I'd have Kel Brook maybe at, at 2 to 1. Um, I don't see, again, I, I don't know, apart from bias or money being lumped on, why is Kel Brook, why? Someone tell me why Kel Brook is a favourite without saying the throwaway line of Amir Khan ain't got no chin. Why is Kel Brook favourite? Is he more experienced? If Kel Brook, if Kel Brook was 2, the way the boxing odds are done, if Kel Brook was 2 to 1, Khan would be 1 to 3. Minus three hundred. Uh, so maybe, 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 yeah. Maybe, so maybe, I just thought, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I get what you mean. Uh, would you? you what, what, I mean, yeah. what about a complete? I, I mean, I, I, I would have a complete 
reversal of the lines. I think Khan at eight to thirteen and Brook at six to four yeah. would, would. This is exactly what I'm saying, Bill. I don't know what the book is, why the book is doing that because for these odds, you would be looking at Kelbrook maybe of losing one fight and banging everyone out. When he's not, he's taken a lot of damage. And Khan's fights that he's lost, yes, he's been knocked clean out with um with 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 Alvarez. But you can tell I, I, what something you said. You can tell you bet too much football, Jeff, because eleven. If you bet yeah, someone, if you bet someone at eleven to ten, yeah. the other team are two to one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, because because you have the because uh, you have the draw because you have this the draw chucked yeah, in and that's, that's what I've done. Yeah, and that's yeah, exactly that's and that's the exact odds that you get in football. Have you been betting? You know you've I mean? been taking QPR at eleven to ten this year. <laughs> I think you put it better. Whereby I should have just flipped the odds over. Um, that, that that's what kind of what I meant. Um, in that in that I don't know. Explain to me the process and the blueprint behind Kelbrook being odd, massive odds on favourite. Um, just looking at everything and it's not there. So yeah, Khan six to four. That's where we're at, or fourteen to one, can't win three, six, or ten by stoppage, TK, whatever, um, um, or KO. That's where we're at. Yeah, I like that. I think that's all I'm going to give out. There's only one other thing I had circled, and that was another bet at six to four, and it was over one point five knockdowns in the fight. Um, I just like that because I I don't see somebody getting sparked. Um, I can see somebody being caught. And then somebody, and then and then yeah. the opponent looking for the looking for the finish. But I don't see it being a, a fight where it's just one punch ends it. I, I feel that Brooks' power has, has gone slightly. I feel that Khan doesn't really hasn't never really had that one punch knockout power. But he no. could just he could just grind you down. Like I cumulative could, power, isn't he? Where he lands his shots quickly and gets yeah. KOs. I, I feel that this that Khan will will coast this on the cards or. I feel that the towel will come in. And, and the reason I say that is because um, I was privy to, a, when, when Brendan Ingle was coming over, there was a few, there was a couple of guys bantering with him and going, can we ask you a question? And they were obviously doing it for social media, going, what, what round do you think Brooke's going to get knocked out in? And he, and he laughed it off and said, um, he, he laughed it off and, and sort of turned it into a, a conversation with a guy saying that, um, you know, they both look really great and yeah. saying that it was a 50, it was a genuine 50-50 fight. Yeah. I found that to be a really strange comment from a trainer yeah. from one of the fighters. It's um, almost laying that tape in it before the fight started, isn't it? Almost. Yeah. I mean, you, you turn around and go, you know, my my fighter looks good. Um, yeah. I think he'll win it. I think he'll stop him at some point. And you, you just, even if you don't believe it, you automatically say it. But like, it seemed yeah. like a very strange thing to, to say. I don't want to read like too much into it, but I, I just didn't feel like the... The, the, the confidence was there. No, and I said the same. You look at the, 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 the gloves off and you look at, you know, the press conferences. It just looks like Brooke, he's bringing, he started that, the gloves off to talking, uh, if, rather than talking about the fight, he started saying, why didn't you take this fight earlier? And he spent five minutes going, why didn't you take this fight earlier? Do you feel that they were counting on a Khan? Do you, if it was do you feel they were counting on a Khan coming in that wasn't shredded and wasn't taking it so maybe. seriously? And, yeah, and, maybe. But all, all I've seen, Bill, is that is that every time they have a press conference or a face-off, so the first five minutes of the gloves <laughs> off was, was to say, Brooke saying, why didn't you take this fight earlier? I want to know why you didn't. Almost like, I would have beat you if we'd have taken it earlier, but I'm not so sure now. Then he goes on to the um, to, to the, the press conference and the first thing he starts talking about, why have you had to make catch rate? Why, like, all these like pre-prepared reasons as to why he could lose. Whereas if he was very confident, he would be saying, I don't care that you didn't take the fight earlier. I've got you now. You're going to get it. And catch weight doesn't matter. I can make the weight easy. Why is he bringing up pre... And, and you've got to look at all things like this. 
we said it before when Joshua lost to to, um, to uh, Andy Ruiz and he's been very pally-pally and hugging him and taking pre-pictures. He wasn't in the right frame of mind. And I look into stuff like this when I'm just seeing Kel Brook. You know, we might, and I've just got to make a point that, listen, I'm not saying Brook is completely spent and, you know, he could quite easily catch Khan and, and he's got more power than Khan. But, you know, I just don't think that, that it's going to go that way. And I've given my reasons for it. Get on your Amir Khan at six to four, guys. Yeah, so I, I, that's that's going to be my lock on the show. Khan to win. Uh, I also do like the over 1.5 knockdowns and as a huge bet, because this time I'm going to be the one that gives out the huge <laughs> yeah. outsider. Khan to be knocked down and to still win by unanimous decision. 16 to 1. Crikey, yeah. Yeah, well, wait and see. Uh, here's an even bigger one. Like, if you want to go completely the opposite way and, and see that if Khan just actually schools him. Khan to win by unanimous decision and zero knockdowns in the fight is also 16 to 1. I say, you only have to have, you know, a tenner on it, and then you've got a decent, repl- decent return. So, $10, you know, you've got a decent return, 170 back. So, it's, you know, it's, it's very interesting. I'll be watching it, you know, with, with a really intriguing mind. I think, um, I think we're going to see a real good fight. Yeah, I'll be doing the same. We've got a um, big day tomorrow. We've got uh, Man City Tottenham on, WWE Elimination Chamber, and then Brook versus Khan. I'll be sitting in front of my TV all day. I recommend everybody else do the same, especially with these um, ridiculous storms outside. I'm talking mainly to the UK people. Uh, Jeff, give out your social media and we'll wrap it up. Yep, it's uh, at Left Hook QPR. That's at Left Hook QPR. Jeff will be back throughout the year to discuss all of the major boxing fights right here on the Fight Show. But until then, that's it for me. That's it for Jeff. Enjoying Khan versus Brooks tomorrow. Good luck with all of your bets as always, guys. And thanks for listening.